Thank you for listening to Yes Another Podcast on the Real Fun DC app. And as always, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on social media on Twitter at Yes Another Pod and on IG, Yes Another Podcast. Well, I hope everybody had a good uh, Thanksgiving, COVID Thanksgiving. <laughs> got a full squad with us tonight. Uh, my man, Breaker, what's going on? Hey, man, how you doing? I can't call him. I'm just hanging in there. I, I had a little bit of a. Um, thought I had food poisoning oh. over the weekend because I, I went out eating and I, <laughs> yeah, you had to get like two weeks ago, I had like the same issue. And so uh, I don't think I should be going out eating anytime like for the rest of the year. You know, we're in, we're in December now. I think I'm just going to call it a day. Um, well, just don't eat. Just don't eat where you ate at. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that is true also. But the last couple of times I've been out eating, I've been getting sick. So uh, it's, it's been like, you know, that's a sign. Maybe I should just sit back and chill. I know for me, when I go out to eat, something that helps like settle my stomach is a good twerk off. That's usually what I do. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Hello, Marcus. How <laughs> <laughs> you guys doing? Happy to be here. It's the return of um, Marcus Snuffles from Keep That Same Energy podcast. Yes, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I feel like since I've been here, you guys have like, like, gone to the moon right now you guys are on like the radio now that y'all are like super professional now so this no. is it, it, it was crazy hearing uh myself on like the dc area radio so it, it's it's cool to be on a, a podcast that's this pro- professional and prestigious it's like you know being on like howard stern or something like that <laughs> we're in, crazy we're not necessarily howard stern <laughs> we're just trying we're trying our best make you know we're making the best out of you know um, this new lifestyle we got here. Where can I follow you at? Marcus underscore Sniffles on Twitter, Instagram. I am on Twitch, but I kind of stopped doing that because Call of Duty has been cheating lately, so I've been taking a break. Oh. But uh, <laughs> once, the, once the game gets back normal, then I'll be back on there. You know, if Daryl is here, he'll, he'll be, he's very much anti-Call of Duty, so, you know. Uh... Yeah, I, li- I listened to last week. I got, I got beef with this dude, Albert. Oh. Sounds, sounds has the name of a PC player. Like I was not surprised that he was a PC guy when he said his name was Albert. So. Yo, chill. That's my boy. I'm beefing with him. I'm beefing. I got beef with him. What's his Twitter? Man, look here. Already, Mark is being problematic. Already, we're not even like good ten minutes into the show. My goodness. All right. Hang tight, man. Breaker, where can they follow you at? You can follow me at Breaker Breaker One Nine on Instagram. <laughs> Why say like that, man? <laughs> Mark, Marcus, Marcus hyped us up as a radio show. Now you're going to be your radio voice. What the, you never use that voice any other time we record. Come on, man. Dang. Uh, we have um, a first-time guest here. Uh, I know this young lady from the day. We go way back. Towson. <laughs> yes. Towson University. From the freaking, um, I think it was Radio Operations. Yes. Radio, like, with, uh, it was Mr. Operations and Radio, whatever that class name was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I think you were like at least two semesters ahead of me. Um, I grad, yeah, might have been, yeah. Because Probably. I was like a transfer student. I was a transfer student from Howard, so yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. We, had, we had a conversation about that uh, yep. not too long ago. Um, but uh, and so anyway, she graduated, and then I graduated like uh, probably a year later, and mm-hmm. then <laughs> I went to go do an interview at the radio station in DC, <laughs> and like, I got I got hired, and like. I think the first weekend uh, I had to do an event 
Mm-hmm. I saw her. I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, we made it. We made it. Who would have thought, you know, you know how hard it is to get. It was very much like that. It was like, oh, snap. What you are you know doing how, here? <laughs> you know how hard it is to, like, get your degree in, like, electronic media and then, like, get yeah. a job in media right out yeah. the gate? You know how hard it is? It is very not difficult. easy. It is very, very difficult. <laughs> you know, so I've known her from, um, from like, we got tons of history. Yeah. She has a podcast also called The Connect Show. Yes. And we're on, um, we're on, well, we mainly broadcast from YouTube. So we go live on YouTube on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Um, we're about to start our second season. So look out for that. And you can find us on at the connects show that's C O N N E X show on Instagram. And then my Instagram handle is at industry curse, um, on Instagram, K I R S curse. And I also have the curse on media page where I post just dope black, black stuff. Black music, entertainment, you know, culture, that type of stuff. So, yeah. so yes, thank you for joining us tonight. No problem. Really appreciate it. Hey, did, did y'all know that uh, ASAP Rocky is dating Rihanna? <laughs> like, I am, like, I just found this out later. Not <laughs> that, was too... a, that was a segue and a half, bro. <laughs> I, just, I just realized that. I, like, I was like, what? When did this happen? <laughs> uh, is... I think that's a rumor. That I've that rumor's been out for a few years that I've seen. I don't I don't know if they if they're just friends. I don't know. Well, no, I remember them doing like some kind of fashion thing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I just don't understand. Like I feel like I meet some of those qualifications. Like I feel like I'm somewhat dark skin. Uh, <laughs> I know how to dress a little bit. Like I know how to put I can put a suit together. Like what is ASAP Rocky? ASAP Rocky isn't even a good rapper anymore. So like. He doesn't have that on me. Like, like he's transcended rap. So you figure he's transcended rap. Has like who put ASAP Rocky song? Does anybody know really? That, but that's kind of the thing. Like to transcend rap, you have to be like great at rap. Well, ASAP is not great. True. true. <laughs> he should just go by Rocky right now because ASAP <laughs> he's not part of. He should not be in the A. Like they try to kick Ferg out. No, Rocky needs to get kicked out. Wait, he's trying to kick Ferg out. Yeah, they're trying to kick Ferg out. Why? Because they said he wasn't good enough and his hits aren't hitting enough. I'm like, he's the best rapper y'all got. He's got that the right. only one keeping y'all relevant. Like, who else is there? Well, yeah, I, was just, I just found out. I was like, wow. I mean, okay, okay, all right, I guess. You know, I was very critical with Rihanna way back in the day because mm-hmm. I, I never was, like, into her. Like, everybody was like, man, she's so fine. I was like, I just Don't do this. Her. Don't do this. Bro, are you serious? <laughs> Don't do this. Look, Don't look, be, you think Rihanna was fine? Don't do this. No, <laughs> that's that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, I, I, I'm not, hear me out. Hear me <laughs> out. Because I've grown. Look, I've grown into my attractiveness, attractiveness to Rihanna. Like Rihanna grew grew into her forehead. So I mean, it's oh, look, oh you know. Listen. I, look, look. We, she she is very attractive now, and you know. Yeah, I, we, <laughs> the, I will not tolerate the Rihanna slander. I I, I won't. I'm not. Sl- I'm not slandering. I will not. I'm. I'm not slandering here whatsoever. I, I love Rihanna. I just took, like I just said, I wasn't, I was kind of late to it. I was like, oh, I don't quite see it. I see it now. But I'm not sure why she's dealing with ASAP Rocky. I don't know. That, I feel like that's a. Well, I think big, that's a rumor. You know, I, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I was like when Janet Jackson was dating Jermaine Dupri. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, personality will get you everywhere. You know. Personality yeah. will get you everywhere. I guess look at Jay Z and Beyonce, huh? <laughs> Swagger and personality don't knock it. 
Well, I hope hopefully this is just a rumor. I've been in the DM, so I need I need this to just be a rumor. So Marcus, Marcus, you gonna try your hand? Hey, I put I put the little uh, icy emoji in there, so we're, I think we're good. The snowflake. I think we're yeah, the little snowflake. I think we might be good. I just gotta I, I just need that red notification. I'm in there. That's all I need. More power to you, brother. <laughs> Did anyone see um, the fight last week or this past weekend? I saw snippets of it. Like when people live streamed it and like showed, that's when I watched it because I wasn't paying for it. So <laughs> I saw it through live stream snippets. I'm not even gonna lie, but I did see the end of the fight. So I guess that's all that matters, really. <laughs> I mean, the the day. it was a there was a fight, but it wasn't the main event. Yeah. <laughs> the fight, the fight that happened. We'll get to that in a second here because the real fight was the the undercard. Yeah. <laughs> someone got someone got put to sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that made me feel like I got my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> so so everybody else paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, did. I did. You know, Marcus did. I would have been mad if I paid for it. Put, okay, hold up. First off, when this thing first got announced, were you guys actually excited to watch this fight? Like Mike Tyson is in his fifties. Roy Jones is in his 50s. They haven't fought in, like, decades. Y'all were, like, legit, like, hyped up to watch this fight? Like, I, I didn't see, like, what the big did. I thought it was going to be a train wreck. You know, <laughs> you just kind of want to see the train wreck. But I wasn't going to pay for it. So, you yeah. know, I just watched it on the people's live streams. But, I mean, to me, the parts that I did see, it definitely looked like they had had a conversation before the fight. And they said, let's just entertain people not hurt each other and get this money yeah. because it was a lot of hugging. It was, a, they really didn't hit each other like that. It was just like, it was just like, we just going to do a little quick taps, you know, run around the ring a little bit and then we're going to collect the bag. They, they, said Mike had, like, they said Mike had a little bit of PTSD in the ring. Like he well, threw he a couple of real shots in there. He, yeah. Look here. Like, like, um, cause I used to, um, when I used to do kickboxing, um, like when we spar, and like for like training for like you know tournaments and all that stuff. All right, because it, it was a sparring exhibition. It wasn't a real fight to get from like, like the get go. They're too one like, again. It could have been a train wreck. They're too old. If they go full speed, someone's gonna die. They one of them was gonna make it. it like it would have been it, that would have been horrible. So it was a sparring exhibition to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting all right them to go like fifty percent. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone told uh. Roy Jones, that hey, you might want to actually train for this battle because Mike was ready. Mike, yeah. was, Mike yeah. was ready to fight. He was he. he I know it was a, a sparring, uh, a sparring exhibition, mm-hmm. but Mike hit uh, Roy a few times. I was like, man, Roy gonna get dropped. Yeah, and he was trying to do his old, uh, his old like have his hands low and try to sneak. The, no, that stuff not. He like, he was slow out there. I mean, Roy looked like he just wanted to throw it in the throw it in towel, but. He knew like he couldn't do that. He had to just continue to <laughs> just yeah, yeah. stay in the fight. Mike looked good. I, I will say, even though they were kind of hugging each other and kind of dancing around the ring a little bit, but Mike did actually still look good. I mean, you know, he's not in his prime, but he didn't look terrible. But, yeah, you know, it was like your two uncles fighting in the backyard a little bit, though. But, you know, <laughs> like, it was a, a little reminiscent of that, but. 100%. That is why I was not going to pay $50 to watch 
a couple of 50 year olds get some cardio in. I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Like I thought, and the thing is, I thought Mike Tyson was doing good. Like he had this, he has this podcast going. He he makes like a lot of money selling uh, marijuana out in I think California or something like that. So I'm like, oh, Mike Tyson's good. Like he should be good financially. He's back on track. I saw the interview he did. He's living a good life. His family's straight. Like he's seems to be happy considering the the life that he has led. I don't know if you've uh, read his book. He's he's had some pretty tough times. So I was like, oh, Mike Tyson's happy. He's good. He don't need the money. And then this thing comes around. I'm like, wait a second. What's what's really going on here? Is he like, is it did something happen that I missed? That like, why is he doing this? And then I I saw how much money he was getting paid. And I was like, hey, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I get it. it. Yeah. But I, how I much? How so. much was? How much is the rumor? How much? Did okay. You- well, okay. Let me ask you this. How much would it cost for you to get in the ring with Mike Tyson? It's funny you say that because I mentioned that to my coworkers a year ago, and I was like, for a couple of thousand. Couple of, a couple of bands, I would go in the ring, at least try to go a full round with Mike. Mike a couple thousand, bro, you need to up that to a mil. You know the medical bills. I was about, I was about to say, do you, do you live in camp? Do you, do you live in camp? Do you have free health care? You're going to be knocked out. You got to pay the doctor, the medical yo, bills, yo, the ambulance to get you back to the hospital. Cost a lot. <laughs> yo, yo, my boss, was, my boss looked at me like Carlos. Are you freaking kidding me? You're gonna, you're gonna, that, he, he said, he said, you need to go higher, Carlos, a couple of million, because Mike Tyson gonna knock your head off, and you're gonna need the insurance to put your head back on. Yes. Put it back up. But I, you know, I was like, I was like, yeah, no, I think I can, I'll go in there at least a sparring session, obviously, not, you know, full, you know. Even a out. sparring session with him would be insane. I, I know, I know the sparring session. I'll be, I'll like, shit my pants. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I said a couple, a couple of thousand, but that wasn't how much they got paid. Um, I believe it was like a million, right? Each. Uh, I think Tyson was like ten million. Yeah, yeah. A million Ty- sounds low. Tyson, Tyson got ten million dollars. Yeah. Roy Jones only got three. Oh hell no! <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm like, hey Absolutely man, not. you need to go back to the negotiation table. Like, I know oh, Mike Tyson God. is a he big must name. Have really needed that. Yeah, but Roy, Roy Jones is a big deal too. He was big yeah. in the '90s. Like no, he had a rap career too. Like I almost he, forgot or something. Like come on, Roy <laughs> Jones. That was funny because on Twitter everybody was talking about like what what song he's gonna come out to, and I was like he's gonna come out to y'all almost forgot, but he he came out with um the other joint that wasn't no no it was y'all y'all almost forgot I think it was like a remix version of it, but uh yeah no Roy man I don't think Roy really had anyone to really fight in his era. It's like he was good, but like he didn't have anyone equal to him, and so I think he kind of gets like forgotten in like you know as great as one of like the great heavyweights, and so I think the closest person that was like in his weight class was I think De La Hoya, I think. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I just didn't think. I thought the pay gap was really really large yeah. considering like I mean yeah he didn't have an opponent though, but he was still a big name. Like it kind of reminded me of uh, I saw uh, Bad Boys Three. And if you haven't seen it, Will Smith is pretty much dominates the movie. And yeah. Martin Lawrence is almost a side character. And then they, yeah. they put out how much each of them got paid. And Will Smith got like, I think like $30 million. And Martin Lawrence got like five. I'm like, hold on a second. Like, it's bad. Like, it's y'all together. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, Will Smith produced it and it's from his company. And he's the big star. And I'm like, okay, I get all that. But 30 to five, 10 to three, like, 
come on, guys. Let's try to even it out a little bit. Also, that wasn't a good movie. That was a horrible movie. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Yeah, I, I love okay. the Bad Boys films. We're not going to do that either. No, no, no. Carlos, you really that, started. You are tripping. Really bad Boys tripping. Why am I here? <laughs> not good. You, 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 you came on this podcast and decided to choose violence. Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, first, first Rihanna slander. Like, now Bad Boys. Like, what, what's next? What's next, bro? What you, do you what not you like Christmas? Do you hate Christmas? <laughs> you hate Christmas, don't you? Is that what it is? You like babies. Like, what? <laughs> do, you, do you kick puppies when you see them walking down the street? You're like, ah, it's puppy out of here. You're despicable. You're a despicable <laughs> Human being. Look, my my issue with bad boys, and I'll say this like really quickly, um, was I just didn't like how like I just didn't like the ending. Like the villain was like, spoiler alert, his son. Yeah, the ending. I I can see. I can see the ending was a little. Eh. That was like that was whack. I was like, no, I this is. You know, I was cool. I was with it till like the ending. I was like, all right, this is this is BS. And also, I just couldn't get over the fact that like, there those guys in the fifties also they could have looked at least acted like or just looked like they were in their 50s they were dressed up like they were 21 again or 35 like no you just you just well, don't will smith the, looked good you okay. just don't understand the intricate writing and storytelling of bad boys 3 you're just not in it deep enough you just don't understand it went over your head that's all you have to say like you just don't understand high level art it's cool some people like you know can look at a picasso and be like oh that's fancy mm-hmm. then other people look at a picasso and be like i don't get it so you just don't get it like it's it's the same like you look at Rihanna, you're just like, oh Rihanna's just average. You look at Fast and the Furious, you're like, oh that's not that good. You look at Bad Boys Three, that's not good. What you know what? Your palate isn't like expanded enough, and that's okay. <laughs> when you get there, just like it took you some time to get there with Rihanna, you'll get there on on Fast and the Furious, and then you'll get there on Bad Boys. It's wait, wait, huh, wait. Huh, I never said I never I didn't, never said I didn't like Fast and Furious. What do y'all say? No. So because it, because your name is on the podcast, I'm blaming you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to blame for Nate Robinson getting knocked out? Oh Jesus, Nate Robinson. Uh, they, listen, <laughs> Nate Robinson. Has God bless him. God bless him. I need to know how much yeah. he got paid. That's what I want to know. How okay. much did he get paid for that? Because mm-hmm. I was look look here again. I I go back to like I'm no I'm no professional and I wasn't licensed. But if you don't know how, if you don't actually train to like, you know, spar and you go into a ring or a mat with somebody who's been like somewhat experienced, you're going to get worked. I don't care how in shape you are. Like, I mean, he was in shape. He was like physically in shape. Yeah. He may have been good. That may be good for like, you know, doing track or playing like through some hoops. But what that have to do with you fighting? Because he got, he got laid out. Mm-hmm. I laid out. I think. I think he, when he got knocked out, knocked down the first time, it hit the uh, ropes. I love seeing that those memes from um, Martin when Martin like got <laughs> and like you know, <laughs> and, like, and I, I didn't because I didn't really watch Martin growing up. Oh, okay. What? My God, look, Carlos, what is going on? <laughs> I didn't this think it was funny. So much. Okay, now now I understand the Rihanna. Now I understand not why? liking Bad Boys 3. Why? Why? Like, what? What? Who the... Really? I look, look here. Look so what here. did you watch? Frasier? No. Oh, no, don't, don't, do, don't, don't do that to you me. Frasier? A little bit of Frasier? Don't do that to me. Cheers? Don't do that to me. I watched... I step watched. by step? <laughs> don't hey, do step that. by step was lit, though. That, was a good that show was lit. That was a low-key lit show. It had a good theme song. <laughs> no, I... 
I just didn't think it was funny. I, I just watched all the other shows. You didn't like Living Single either, did you? Oh, I love Living Watch Single. Watch Friends. I love I love You know, <laughs> oh, she'd be problematic too. This <laughs> 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 ain't want to be no uh, handicap match. <laughs> <sighs> I need to bring the tag, bring this on the sidelines, just watching me get butchered over here. <laughs> no, you know, bring I, it on I, yourself, I, man. It's funny because I, I watched like, like three episodes Monday of Martin. Um, this, I, remember, I think I tweeted about it saying, all right, let me see if I can find something funny about the show. I found like I found like I think the episode I, I watched was like uh, um, Martin and Gina went back to like his high school reunion. Yes. And like he like getting back on with everybody. So there was That's a couple one of the more like, iconic episodes. It was a, a couple of funny like like one liners and punchlines, but I didn't. I was a, I was in tears laughing. It was like I'm like I, I wanted to laugh. I wanted to like it. Or when um, when Gina went to like Chicago. Uh, for that business um, meeting, like they had the strippers there, and, mm-hmm. and like uh, Martin comes back and like like goes over there to like you know see what's going on. Like he's hiding mm-hmm. on the bed. That was funny. I I laughed. That was actually funny, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, sorry. I'm giving it another go around, you know. Also, I didn't know on um, this Jake Paul guy. I thought that was, that was a dude from like Fortnite. I thought Nate Robinson got beat up by the dude who was like the uh, that Fortnite king, that ninja. Uh, Mark, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, who be on Twitch? That ninja yeah, he's guy. He's got like blue hair or something. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was who he lost to, but apparently this um, Jake Paul guy is like another YouTube. Um... Yeah, he's a big YouTuber. Yeah, because um, like his brother, like Logan Paul or something. Yeah, they're brothers. I think they've had issues, or they were in the news a few years ago for some stuff. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I I didn't even realize it was Jake Paul until they until I started looking. I'm like, oh my gosh, because I didn't even know who the other guy was. Is he like a basketball player or something? Oh, Nate Robinson. Yeah, yes. what? Who is? Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, he won. Nate, Rob- Nate Robinson is a legend. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't watch sports, so he, I wouldn't know. He's not a legend. He's a legendary <laughs> dunk contest don't, winner. Don't, uh, don't, don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Underrated Hooper. He is he's literally what Kobe Bryant would be if he was six five. He would be Kobe Bryant. That's how good Nate Robinson was. No, that, that sounds slanderous. I'm gonna back it's up. It's not. Nate Robinson if <laughs> Nate Robinson was in the NBA at five eight. If Nate Robinson was six six, he would be Kobe Bryant. That's I'm telling you, that's how good he was. He was a great player for his size. Don't fall for that. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I, <laughs> look at the highlights. I'm just, just going to sit here in silence and stay in my lane because I don't know the sports thing. <laughs> so, uh, all, all I'm going to say is they didn't have to put the sonic rings on my guy. Like that. I didn't, like, that was disrespectful. That was disrespectful. And another thing, you know what? It's time to get the baby out of here. I'm done with that, dude. You're done. I saw this man was on the internet doing the Nate Robinson challenge with with the guy, whoever that guy is, uh, uh, Logan Paul, Jake I guess, I guess Jake the whoever, whoever the guy is, the YouTuber. So, like the Nate Robinson challenge is like you just lay face down on the floor. Oh, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And so the baby's doing that in front of Logan Paul, who Wait, is the wearing yes. his jersey. Yes, oh, and yes. he's wearing Nate Robinson's jersey. Yes, oh, yes. disrespect. I'm like, can you not stand with the brother, please? You gonna stand Hello. with this white YouTuber? Disrespectful, <laughs> baby. The problematic you're done. YouTuber. You're canceled. Yeah. You know what? Your music, you're done. You're out of here. I'm sick of this. Mm. No more. No more. You no, will not have it. Those memes were something else on Sunday. On Saturday. Yeah. I, I've never, I never laughed so hard in my life. Well, no, I have laughed so, like harder, but 
I mean, he he had a rough rough go around because I remember I think he has his post before the fight. He was like he gonna do it for like all his veterans for like the NBA and all that stuff. And he was like talking this big game, he was flexing and whatever. Didn't like Steph Curry retweet him or something like in support. Oh, he said, <laughs> yeah, "I do know who Steph Curry is." Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, oh wow. Hey, did y'all see uh, Kathy Griffin tweeting about Nate Robinson the other night? Yes, I saw it. <laughs> and, like, people, like, being, I don't know, in their feelings. So, like, if you don't know, like, so Kathy Griffin was watching the fight also, like everybody else, and commenting on how Nate, <laughs> Nate Robinson got his bell rung. And so she tweets, Black Twitter is pissed at Nate Robinson. The memes, uh, rough. And so people mm-hmm. were, like, telling her to stay in her lane and, like, you know, don't mm-hmm. comment on, like, Black Twitter stuff. Mm-hmm. Is she was she out of pocket or is people uh, just being petty and just being like you know this? Um, there. Well, here's the thing. I think when people don't like you, anything that you do will be annoying. <laughs> so while I didn't really find that tweet annoying, she has said. I remember something happened with Kevin Hart, and black folks were really upset with Kevin Hart a few years ago. I think it was in the midst of all the protesting and I think stuff like that was happening. Something was happening with Kevin Hart. And black people didn't feel like he was, uh, I don't know, standing up for black people or something else was happening. And she put her two cents in it and basically tried to say, um, you know, he should do something because he's a black man. Now, that tweet I thought was out of pocket because, first of all, let the black community handle Kevin Hart. Let us deal with our brother and you stay out of it. Now, that tweet, she could have sat down. This particular tweet, I didn't really take offense to the tweet. Now, if you don't particularly care for her, then you'd probably be irritated. But I don't know. I think just black people are just kind of like, this is black shit. And <laughs> so people just kind of in their feelings about stuff. I didn't I see anything wrong with it, but I don't know. Yeah, it just sounds to me like she just want to be black. What? I, I don't. <laughs> break her what? Break her. <laughs> I don't think she wants to Man, be black, but she's a comedian who hangs out with a lot of black comedians. That's what I'm saying. And because she's in that space, I feel like sometimes they get a little comfortable. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't think that that was a, a tweet out of comfort. I just think she's observant and I was observing things that was happening and just put that out. Now, would another white comedian have said that? I don't know. But I mean, I didn't take offense to that particular tweet. There's other things she's tweeted where I'm going, okay, Kathy, now you, you, you're doing too much. But this particular tweet, I didn't really see that. Yeah, I, I think it does fall under the, like, you know, if they like you, they'll let it slide. If they don't, they're going to bury you. Like, I don't, I don't follow Kathy Griffin, so I don't, I didn't mm-hmm. see it until uh, Lowe sent it to me. But it's almost kind of like how, uh, what's that dude's name? the redheaded dude that kind of looks like a zombie bit him and he's halfway turning uh, Michael Rappaport whenever he pops in on some stuff. I'm kind of like, bro, ain't no one talking to you, dog. Like, you did, like, two Spike Lee movies. Like, chill out, bro. Like, you don't need to be in every black conversation. You don't have to be the white guy in the conversation. Like, sit a few of these out, man. We don't need your commentary on everything. And that's kind of what I felt like with Kathy Griffin. Like, yeah, you can just... Black people over here making jokes, making memes... Having mm-hmm. to get to, and from what I heard, Nate Robinson, after he, you know, got up and was conscious again and got out of the hospital, he, he was right back in his group text, mm-hmm. laughing at the jokes, making jokes. Like, he's cool with it. So, like, mm-hmm. let the jokes fly. Like, that's kind of mm-hmm. how it is. So, all right. So, here's my question Is it more of a like her just observing what was going on? Like, this comedy was going on in, like, on the black uh, side of Twitter? Is it could have been that simple? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 it sucks. It sucks for her because there's not like, 
there's not like a line of demarcation. Like she can't go over to like white Twitter and be like, hey guys, you see what the Negroes are doing? Like, oh my gosh, look at all those memes <laughs> over there. And we not see that. Like you can't tweet without everybody seeing it. So it's, yeah. that probably should have been sent to like a group group chat like hey guys like they're really killing Nate out here yeah and 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 I think you know even though Twitter is a very public place black people are very protective of any space that we have so we feel like you know a white entertainer or you know comedian whether comedian a a singer or whoever is kind of in inside that black space and they're kind of they're gonna just take it as shade and you need to stay out of it (laughs) so I think that's where we are right now culturally. It's just like, this is our Black space. Black Twitter is our thing. Because a lot of white people don't even know how to get to Black Twitter. They're like, how do I get to Black Twitter? If you're supposed to be on Black Twitter, you will know where Black Twitter is. So, you know, and I think just because Kathy Griffin hangs out with a lot of Black comedians, she knows where Black Twitter is. So she felt like she could comment and it wouldn't be anything. But I just think, like I said, people are just protective of Black spaces. She doesn't have to understand it, but, you know, it is what it is. So Yeah, even even with the whole, like, you know, this is what Black Twitter is doing. Like, it's some sort of yeah. different section. Like, you have to, you know, go to the to the bad part of town to get to Black mm-hmm. Twitter. Like, I don't, I don't think Black Twitter is actually a thing. Like, Black Twitter is like Twitter. It's Twitter. Like, all the mm-hmm. cool stuff, all the funny memes, all the things that are trending outside of like, uh, what's that? BTS, K-pop, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's that's a totally different thing. Like, that's that's its own separate Twitter. They get things trending crazy like i don't know what it goes on over there but hey bts army leave me alone i i I rock with y'all please don't attack me or anything like that but like black twitter like everything outside of that is black people cracking jokes Mm -hmm. telling stories sharing you know memes jokes all that stuff getting things trending like black people make music popular we make tv popular we make social media apps popular everything that is popping most likely comes from us so this whole like when white people say like oh well black twitter's doing something different no we're doing the thing that everybody is doing mm. everything that's popping on twitter is because of us it started here <laughs> it's more important to worry about let's just sit back and enjoy these, these memes man it's not it's not that serious it really isn't you know uh she made a comment again it was it wasn't anything, it wasn't anything derogatory or you know Hell, she was just stating facts. Yeah, they, we were killing, we were killing Nate Robinson Saturday night. We were killing him. We were dogging him. You know, it was, we were here for the jokes. You know, so I don't know, but yeah, it is something where I think about. All right, I know Black Twitter, but like, what's the other subcultures of Twitter? Mm-hmm. Like, when you like really think about it, and how do you get to those those areas? Like, if someone trying to get to like Black Twitter, how do you get to like non-Black Twitter? Like, what goes on over there? You know, it's, it's like, but like, I mean, it's based off who you follow. That's you know no surprise you know like what what does the black twitter consist of like following like you know artists uh popular radio djs at one point comedians like it's it's a whole bunch of you know just a whole bunch of stuff like i always wonder like what happens on like the white side of twitter like are they debating 20 dollar dates also do they have their like who are your top five pop artists or who are your top five country singers like do they have those debates because we those debates happen all day every day on my timeline it's always like you know drake or kendrick are they doing like britney spears and christina aguilera or you know whoever justin timberlake and uh what's that dude adam levine like what are they talking about over there because i don't know man oh man oh there was a main event this weekend and you talk we just talked about black twitter and nate robinson man black twitter was in rare form the last couple of days with the whole uh, true kitchen, 
Now, if you don't know what True Kitchen is, True Kitchen is a restaurant in Dallas, Texas, I believe, black owned. And so the story, the video's out there. You can find a video pretty much in everywhere. The manager, basically, uh, depending on how you see it, chastised the women for twerking in the restaurant. Now, it was a brunch. And see, if you've gone to brunches in the past, you know brunches, you have DJs. You know, you got DJs, you got mimosas, you're gonna have some possible ratchet behavior. Nothing, out, nothing too out of control, depending on where you're at. But that turned into a whole uproar about the etiquette at being at a restaurant. And like, was, is it okay for you to have a good time? Or was the owner a little bit like, you know, too heavy handed with his comments? He was talking down to his patrons, but you know, I've seen people say like, no, like, you know, people shouldn't be wilding out twerking on the walls. I only seen one video, I didn't see like, it wasn't like a whole bunch of women were twerking like on like the walls, you know, but they, you know, you get, I've been to enough brunches to see a lot of twerking. But um, you know, what do y'all think? Are you overreacting or could you handle it differently or? In my opinion, pretty simple. I mean, it's his restaurant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're going to play by that man's rules. If you don't want twerking in this restaurant, you don't want twerking in the restaurant. He needs to put a note on the door. What he needs to do. <laughs> no twerking in this restaurant. I, I, I think that's a, that's a pretty fair uh, assessment. Just based on like, I felt like my opinion was changing the more things that I saw. Like at first it was, it turned into a, you know, people were dancing un- un- uncontrollably at brunch because they heard a certain song. And I'm just like, all right, guys, like if you're at the dentist and someone plays a song, you're not going to just start dancing out of nowhere. There's a time and a place to dance when you hear certain songs. And at a restaurant isn't really that place to, to be doing it at. So I was kind of on his side. I was like, hey, man, don't dance in a restaurant just because you heard a song. But then I hear a different side where it's like, all right, there's a DJ you're serving alcohol and these people are waiting on their food for like two or three hours. So it's like, I understand you don't want them to dance, but it's like, you're not giving them any. Okay. Do you guys watch reality TV shows yes. like the bachelorette or like the real world or any of those types of shows? Mm-hmm. There, there, there were times when I was younger when I watched those shows and I'm like, why are these people so crazy? They don't, I know they don't act like this in real life. This is not their real selves. Why do they act like this? Right. And then as I got older, I realized that when they're taping these reality shows, there's a lot of downtime. So yep. what they're doing in the downtime is the producers are just handing them shots of liquor, alcohol, beer, just drink, 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 drink. So when the cameras start rolling, you're not seeing their real selves. You're seeing them hammered. You're seeing them seven shots in trying to discuss, you know, racial politics. And that's why they're talking all crazy. And that's that might be what had happened at that restaurant and then there's another there's another video that came out saying that it was just one girl that was twerking and he asked her like a couple of times like hey can you stop dancing can you stop and she wouldn't stop and he i guess he got frustrated and i was i was somewhat with him on his little speech then he got into this whole respectability politics and he started doing this whole you know, you're besmirching your family name by twerking in public. How dare you? Like it's the 1940s and women that are walking around showing their ankles should be stoned in the streets. Like get over yourself a little bit. Like, come on guy. Like it's not that serious. Talk to the one person. If she doesn't stop, ask her to leave. Or, That's you all know, you gotta do. Just tell her to leave. Don't like, I, don't talk to me. Like we're over here chilling. I don't need to hear your speech. Like he's probably one of those guys that has like, 
in I'm not my ancestor's t-shirt or whatever them stupid phrases are on those shirts. He's probably one of those guys. I don't need to hear that while I'm eating brunch. I'm cool. Talk to her. The thing is, and I'm, I'm with you, like the thing is, the DJ was playing trap music. There is a full bar serving liquor. They're not selling wine. They're not sell, selling wine coolers. They're not playing neo-soul music or classical music. They're playing trap music. It's almost okay. like they're setting up what? an atmosphere. Yes. The atmosphere is like get drunk, get not drunk, but get get a little liquored up and, you know, wait for your food and have a good like time. A now, where I where I could understand his frustration, if they were on top of tables, on top of windows, yeah. all that, then I could see him going, OK, can y'all like bring it down? But as far as like when he made that whole speech, I thought that was ridiculous. First of all, people are paying money to come there and eat the people. Not everybody in the restaurant was twerking, so they shouldn't have been subject to a whole speech like they were kids. I thought that was ridiculous. And I'm like, bro, if you want a place that's like that, then maybe you should get rid of the bar and only sell wine and, and get rid of the DJ. Like it it just didn't make it didn't make sense. It was like it was like he tried to set up like a classy lounge, but he set up a low key like hole in the wall bar or something. Like it just it just was off. I thought it was weird. And, and if that's if that's what he wants in, in his restaurant, like that's the kind of vibe or atmosphere that he wants and he needs to do a better job of like yeah. portraying that because if you if you don't want women in your restaurant mm-hmm. dancing you need to change the atmosphere around like mm-hmm. I, I i feel like he i don't know if this is good marketing or bad marketing because there's some people that see that and heard that speech and are like hey that's a place that i want to go to but mm-hmm. i felt like on my timeline a lot of people were like hey, this isn't a place that I want to go play. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to go hang out here on a, on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon. So I saw another brunch spot in Texas. They, they put out a video, I think, like, the next day saying, like, hey, you come to our brunch spot, we expect you to twerk here. We mm-hmm. want you to do that here. So they, so they, you know, kind of took advantage of the situation, and that's good for them. So it's kind of like, hey, which place would you rather go to? Like, this other place is like, hey, we're more fun. We're more loose with it. Like, come over here here we're gonna turn on WAP and we're not gonna judge you but the other place is kind of like ah, you know if we play you know <laughs> from the 99 to the 2000 we're gonna be looking at you sideways like come on man like what do you want us to do because <laughs> um, like brunch is a big deal right like we're like us over here in DC we're like brunch is a huge deal in this area I'm not sure um, where you at Mark if, if brunch is like a big deal East, in D.C., brunch is like a national holiday for y'all. It's ridiculous. I've never seen so many brunch places in my life. There's so many. <laughs> On every corner, there's at least two spots to go to brunch. And so, like, I got caught up in, like, a little Twitter. Uh, I commented on, like, someone's tweet. <laughs> and like, that turned into, like, a, a whole thread of people, like, battling it out. I, I wasn't even involved anymore. Like, the tweet was, worse. like... Yeah, exactly. Like the tweet was like something like you know, yeah, said what it said. Like DC had the best brunch spot. I commented saying I agree with this person. DC brunch is legendary, and that turned into a fire. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, all night my phone was just buzzing. Of like, I like had twenty notifications. I never get twenty notifications. <laughs> like, I was like people liking and commenting. Like, geez, man, I had to put it on mute. I was like, I. I'm not even involved in this conversation anymore. Cause now, now, now I got the dude from Atlanta like bringing down all like the hot spots in Atlanta, and then like the other guys is talking about the stuff the places in DC, Rose Bar, Ozio's, and you know, man, you know, just well, that that that's just uh, that's just a LeBron Jordan debate at that point. Like they're both great. Like if one of them is number two, 
that's still great, guys. That doesn't mean anything bad about it. That doesn't mean you suck. Like, if someone's like, hey, you can only go to brunch in either D.C. or Atlanta, I'm good with either one. Yeah. Now, if they're like, hey, you can either go, you have to go to brunch between, you know, D.C. and West Virginia. If I get stuck with West Virginia, I'm a bit pissed. (laughs) West Virginia... West Virginia is Isaiah Thomas. Like, I don't want to go there. Aww. You're no. <laughs> now, I do know who Isaiah Thomas is. <laughs> I do know who that is. Oh, man. Look, I don't, but there's a big gap. There's a big gap between Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Isaiah Thomas. Big, big gap. You know, I don't do too much. Well, I mean, COVID, I don't go out, period. <clears throat> when, when I, before COVID happened, and I was still like going to do brunches and stuff like that. I, I like going out to brunches every once in a while. And some like some scenes I like more than the others. Sometimes I want to have like you know some ratchetness going on with me around me. And then other times I want to sit back, chill, have some like meal like meal soap playing in the background. Like, oh, this is a good little vibe here. I'm like this vibe out. So this owner at True Kitchen, he got to figure out what vibe he wants to set because you can't be mad. I used to DJ like a long time ago in college, and like when I used to do like. Like middle school events or whatever, the staff would tell me what songs to play and what songs not to play. I had, I had a um, I had a guy come up to me like, "Look here, buddy, I don't want you to play. The, I don't want you to play." Hey, when they hit you with that, they mean business. They mean business. Yeah. I can imagine what he looks like. But listen, listen to this. Guess what? I guess what I get to say. He's like, "Look here, buddy. Hey, I don't want you to play uh, Beyonce single ladies, huh?" Oh, he's tripping, Beyonce single ladies. Oh. Absolutely and like and so and so I was like because this is back when the song had just come out and like very popular I was like really he's like no I don't I don't want you to play that because in the his staffer was like well why because he he was like the song says if you like it put a ring on it he, he was implying that it's a sexual reference oh and the middle school is gonna like you know I was like I said to myself I was like man, all the songs you, not to play single ladies I was like I, was, I wanted to say dude you are reading way too much into this and by the way they're middle school schoolers. They probably heard all this. They've heard they far know. worse, far worse. You know, they're in the back listening to Trina right now. They know what time it is. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, dog, man. I said, all right, you know, but you know, again, my job is to entertain whatever the boss say. It's fine. So that guy, if you don't want, you know, trap music, twerk music playing at his own establishment, then you got to take that up with the DJ. Plain and simple. Okay. Yeah. Part of his whole speech is when he said, I don't need you guys' money. That part. We are money? A word. Oh, okay. Whose money nice. do you need? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, those, those people aren't in here. So who's yeah. talking to, bro? Like, money do you not? Yeah. So we can leave? This is free? Yeah. We can go? Yeah. We're good? Would, you don't need my money? And then he was talking about a black business going out of business. Yeah. Out of because it went out of business. Don't let me yeah. see you with that GoFundMe, dog. <laughs> Don't let me because they will get, they will flame you, man. Like, and I, it's on the owner. Like, you can't set up an atmosphere where it's like, hey, open bar, drinks, DJ playing dance music, playing trap music, but don't dance. Like, that's like you, you, you putting the kid in the playroom. Like, hey, I got this candy, I got these toys, I got freaking Paw Patrol playing in the background but I want you to sit down and not do anything. Yeah, I told him to sit down and not do anything, and you should listen to me. But I have to know that it is going to be extremely hard for that kid to just sit there and not want to get up and dance with the Paw Patrol. Or, you know, if I got 
uh, old town road, old town road playing or baby shark playing or toys. It's going to be extremely hard for them to sit still and be quiet. You're not, um, you, you set your, your patrons up for failure. You're getting them drunk. You're not feeding them. You're playing Megan the Stallion mm -hmm. or Lil John or whoever you were playing. What do you want them to do? Like, yeah, especially the food, especially you're just sitting there and the food hasn't come out yet. I know I'll be, because if I'm just sitting there and like I'm hungry and I'm like having a few drinks, man, it's, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with an empty stomach. Yeah. And so, like, it's, it's a good thing that all they were doing is dancing. It yeah. could have been a whole lot worse. <laughs> it could have been one of those, um, what's that, sipping, um, what's that, that painting thing with sipping? Oh, paint and sip. Yeah. It could be one of those situations. And that would have shut the whole place down. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. And, and the thing was, like, I'd have been, I'd have been interested in going to, to either spot. Like, the, 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 the original restaurant with the issue and the other restaurant that came, came up behind saying, like, oh, we're cool, it's working. But the thing that turns me off from the first restaurant is how the owner reacted with that, that you know, speech from the 1930s, like, I didn't need that, man. Yeah. Like that's something that I, that's not a place that I want. And I, I'm not even that. I'm not even that type of guy that like wants to go to brunch and like you know dance and do all this stuff. Like I'm, I don't mind it. I'm cool with it. I'm just not. I'm I'm more of a laid back, sit around, chill out, relax, eat my food, enjoy the vibe or whatever. But just the fact that you felt the need to come out there and talk down to people, and you're just like. Well, how, how are men supposed to respect women if they're twerking in public? How? So how? How do you expect us men with our small brains to <laughs> respect a woman who is shaking her ass in public? How could you? That's not possible. It's not, you can't respect a woman like that. That's not even a woman. That's a, that's a tramp. She's a streetwalker. Get out of here. You're not welcome in my establishment. Like, what? I would. I, I find it hard to respect a woman who can't twerk in public. If you feel <laughs> like you're more of a woman, if you can confidently express yourself through the form of dance in public, that makes you more of a woman in my eyes. So if you feel like that, if you feel the need to hide yourself, then you know what? No, no. Go out. Go out there. Have a good time. I'm cool with it. But just that speech was just a big turnoff. Big turnoff. I, I did see a video where it was like some guys were on at the same um, True Kitchen were on like the table dancing to some some song like a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, like the comments were like, oh, so he's not gonna boss up to those guys on the oh, table. Yeah, 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 nothing to say. Yeah, nothing to say. But he gonna <laughs> boss up to these women, you know? Like <laughs> one lady, one lady who's who's a little out of line. One lady, and granted, she may have been you know just like you know under the influence and you had a like a hard time with her. Yeah, you could have just asked her to, to leave if she kept like, being disruptive. But you had to give that whole speech. But you didn't do anything like I saw the video. There were like five guys on like the bar just dancing like you know in like next to food. It was like I don't want you dancing next to my food. I just told you I don't want no one talking next to my food. I definitely don't want you on the table dancing next to my freaking you know okay but to be to be fair those guys were not twerking so they were being respectful yeah. to themselves and to their family name unlike that one woman who was being disrespectful to everybody around her and her lineage what happens if that lady has kids how are her kids supposed to look at her when they know that she is a twerker how could they like how are you supposed to discipline your child mom you were twerking i don't have to listen to you like come on 
Show some class, lady. Show some class. <laughs> oh, man. Eat your brunch. Sit down. Be quiet. WAP isn't that good of a song. Control your hormones. You know what I'm saying? Chill out. How dare you? Oh, Mark. <laughs> Standing on the table is fine, but we're not twerking, okay? Because us men know how to act in public. When we have a few drinks, we like to get on top of the bar. We like to talk loud in strange women's ears that are already taken and spoken for. And we have a good time, and that's fine. <laughs> we can do that. And sometimes we like to fight, but yeah, whatever, definitely. respectable. But you women, you whores twerking at brunch, no, not on my watch. I'm not letting it happen anymore. No more. Real quick. Boycott twerking. <laughs> never that. Um, <laughs> never that. Is, is, this no such thing, is this such a thing as bad press? For this guy, not, not anymore. What, for this so. business owner, yeah, for this, yeah, because I mean, because like, like, like Marcus said earlier, some people might be turned off by what he said, but some people are gonna be like put on, like, oh, I'm gonna give it a shot. So I, I mean, time will tell. What, let's yeah. see what his money looked like. Because yeah. I personally, if I lived in that area, I wouldn't go back to that place if I had ever been. I wouldn't go at all. Well, I, I saw um, Des Bryant put out a tweet, kind of supporting that that guy's statement and and what he said. So, I mean, that's. The fact that this one incident got all the way up to the radar of a Des Bryant who plays in what's he playing Baltimore? Where's he at? I don't know. Where he plays at Baltimore. I mean, it doesn't matter where he's at. He's whatever. Anyway, but the fact that it got on his radar and he felt the need to defend this guy, that's going to bring at least some eyes. And I feel like if this guy is struggling, I wouldn't be surprised if like Des Bryant brings like his teammates or someone or takes someone out to that restaurant flick it up for the gram one time and give this man some publicity. Like, there's some people that are going to be turned on by what that guy stands for in that speech that he gave. Other people aren't. So if you, but the thing is, if you go viral like this, you have to put, you have to have something ready as far as like marketing, like, hey, because I don't know the name of the restaurant. Like, that should be kind of out there right now. And that's kind of where I feel like they're dropping the ball. Well, no, no, I do know that it's true. Yeah. Well, so, he put out a like, statement. Yeah, true, true Kitchen was trending, I remember. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's, that's good. So it, the, some people are tweeting negatively about it, but they're still hashtag true mm -hmm. kitchen. So he's still getting looks. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how his money looks since he doesn't apparently need it. But that's, yeah, that's, I, that's a wild <laughs> statement. Because apparently that's that business, wild. That, that business only been open apparently for like three months. That's a wild Ooh, statement. Really? Three months and he did all that? I, I'm not, I'm not. He's got a major. I, 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 I could be wrong, but I don't think it's been open that long. That's why. And if that's the case, out. you wow. sir, you sir need to put good that luck to his business because, because he's already signed off at the handle on twerking. That man is bold. Three months and you're already talking to your customers like that. Like, I don't, I don't think that works in that area. But I think maybe out of town people will come and, and visit that, visit that place. But man, three months—that's bold. That, that is, is really you know, bold. You know, you know. If I'm wrong, you know, hit me up in the DMs. You know, you know how to for play. a restaurant too. Like you can't, you can't talk to people like that oh, and yeah. expect them to come back. Nope. Like all those, all those people there, you have to assume like none of them come back there, right? Like no. none no. of those people are coming back. Nobody's coming back, especially the the, the fact that the video went viral and the video still circulating. So who knows? By the end of the week, that video may be on like <laughs> CNN. Oh, it's going to Good Morning America for sure. Yeah, it's, it's by the end of the week, so it's like you know, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it plays out. Hey, Marcus, you always, 
You may be, you may be problematic. <laughs> this man, this I would man, never. This, this man, let me tell you, this man is a, you know, you, you think he's a good guy. He is a villain on social media. He is a villain. Do not be fooled. You think he's your, you think he's your teammate. He will stab you in the back on social media. <laughs> he will lead you down a dark hallway. Just my fall. tweets, my tweets are nothing but wholesomeness. Uh, the stuff I learned from Bible study, my prayer sessions, me and my prayer warriors get on Twitter and chop it up a few times. That's about it. So I don't know what exactly you're talking about. So you're saying he's a professional troll? Is that what you're saying? Uh, what? Man, look. You, Marcus says he's a wholesome guy. You know, you go on his Twitter handle right now, what it says. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it says? Wait. <laughs> It says backdoor Santa. That's a, that sounds like a wholesome guy to you. Wait, what? It said what? Backdoor Santa. Backdoor. First of all, first of all, look out for my Christmas playlist that'll drop on uh, Christmas Eve. That is a Christmas song. It's a very wholesome, cool <laughs> Christmas song. It's probably a top five Christmas song ever. Backdoor Santa. You'll love it. Play it for the kids. It's a family song. Go ahead. That's all that comes from. It does, I don't know what other, you know, things you're trying to make it sound like, but it's not that. It's <laughs> just Santa talk? Claus who comes. It's just Santa Claus who comes through the back door instead of the chimney. That's oh. all it is. It's just different. Huh. So, Where can they follow you wholesomeness. at? Where can they follow you at for more wholesome tweets? <sighs> Jeez, Louise. Marcus Sniffles, under, or Marcus underscore Sniffles on Twitter. I will be there. We're going to be... Uh, tweeting from the book of galatians tonight so feel free to join in you know get your get your prayer cloths ready you know, we're gonna be laying hands and, and being wholesome and holy um you can find me at well, on instagram at industry curse that's curse k-i-r-s or at curse on media um and i'm on i'm on twitter as well but i don't really tweet like that i'm just nosy so i just keep it but so it's at industry curse on twitter as well Breaker. Yeah. Uh, follow me at Breaker Breaker 19 on Instagram. That's it. That's that's it right that's there. It. That's all I got. <laughs> you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media on Twitter at yesanotherpod and on IG, yesanotherpodcast. You can follow my personal page at thatbreadalost on IG and Twitter. And make sure to download the Real Fun DC app available on Google Play and the App Store. We're on from 8 to 9 p.m. Monday to Friday. And check us out on weekends as well. And if you can't catch us on air, just click on the on-demand option under our name. And all the episodes will be there. So I appreciate you stopping by and hanging out with me tonight. No problem. It was fun. No problem. I had a great time. <laughs> and y'all always welcome back. Always welcome no, back. I'll be back. I'll definitely be back. Of course, of course you'll be back. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> But until next time, we're out.